So in a few minutes before Mincha, today to just a quick revision of the halachas which are appropriate to practical in the next three weeks. That's the period we call Ben Amisar in between Shivas of Tammuz and Rosh And then afterwards we call the period between Rosh Chodesh and Tisha Now what's interesting, if you're trying to be Magdir the halacha, that as far as the Gemara goes, the Gemara just tells us about what the Hanhagadet is meant to be from Rosh Chodesh. There's one din as regards Sakana. The Gemara says that it's not a good mazal for Kali Yisrael from Rosh Chodesh Av. And therefore those things which are Tali and Mazal, or those things which are Sakana, a person should avoid doing from Rosh Chodesh. And then the Gemara talks about those things in a separate Gemara, those things which are Asmina Gavelus. And then the Gemara says either applies from Rosh Chodesh or the week when Tisha falls, then the Minhagi Avelus. The Gemara doesn't talk about Minhagim from Shiva Sabatamuz, which is why the Shulchan Aruch, as far as the Malachim and the Rishonim, only tells us about restrictions which they are from either Rosh Chodesh or the week which Tisha falls. However, the Ramah, and this is the Minhag of the Ashkenazim, brings that a number of these restrictions apply from Shiva Sabatamuz as well, but not all of them. And obviously you have to first understand what's the logic, what's the svar to be mechalik, that there's some restrictions which only apply from Rosh and the others which apply from the beginning of the three weeks. And the, the svar of the Ramah is that it's true that a makam sakon is only from Rosh and the minhagi avelus only apply from either Rosh Chodesh or Shvesh or Chalboy, like the Shulchan Aruch says, but there's also dinim of simcha. Things which a person does as an expression of being happy or as a way to make themselves happy. And on that, just like we saw in Spirit Sa'omer, there are restrictions of what a person shouldn't do. As Simcha, so that applies from the whole three weeks as well. It's a Kalbachim, it's more Chomer than the Spirit Sa'omer was. And therefore, those things which are a restriction because they're going to bring a person to Simcha or they're an expression of Simcha, that there are more is also from the beginning of the three weeks. So the best example of that is not to get married. Of course, that's the biggest simcha, and that's why the minag is not to have marriages from Shivas to the Tammuz. It's not a restriction of Avedas, it's like Spirit Soimer, it's a restriction of not to be besimcha. Uh, as an extension of that, it's brought down in the post game, but similarly, Mechodes uh, Rikudim. Mechodes is dancing in the circle, Rikud is just a dance on one's own. That's also an expression of simcha, and that's why it's also also to dance in the three weeks, not as a man of Simcha. And the Pais can bring down, even though this isn't Mufurish in Magan Avram, who brings the Isra Mechadis for Yikudim, but who are the music? Because since the nature of music is it brings the person to Mechadis for Yikudim, so that's also something which is considered something which causes Simcha, or expresses Simcha, and that's why there also wouldn't be the right thing to do in the Shlesh Now that's the Halacha as far as it's brought down in the Ramah. The two Modinim which are brought in the Ramah, which are an expression of simcha, not in the three weeks. The first one is to buy new clothing or to buy new furniture is also a simcha. And things like that are also also, it's not, as it brings in terms of not saying shechiyano, things which are going to give a person simcha in that regard are also also in favor of a person not meant to be simcha. And the last one is having a haircut. Even though we wouldn't necessarily think that's a big simcha, but let's say that it was at least for sure, when the Gemara looks at it, it wasn't an everyday activity. It was something which a person wants to prepare for an, a simcha, so they'd have a haircut. It was a sign of uh, importance or gedullah, 
that a uh, person take a haircut, and that should also be something which is there for us in the whole three weeks. Now, those are the broad principles, the topics, if one wants to call it that, of us asked in the three weeks. If you're going to go into the Pratim, you're going to see a lot of interesting dinim, which apply to each one of them. So the first one is the din of Simcha of getting married. So even though it's also to get married during the three weeks, the question always is, what about a person who got married before the three weeks and they're still in Shiva Brachas? They're still in Shiva Brachas? So Shiva Brachas is also a Simcha. Is it mutter to celebrate Shiva Brachas in the three weeks? And then this follow-up question is going to be, how is it mutter to celebrate Shiva Brachas in the three weeks? So of course they have a studio and have a minion and to make the Shiva Brachas afterwards we know is mutter. What is the person wants to have music at Shiva Brachas? The person wants to sing, wants to dance. Is that mutter? We're talking about a chasm makala. What about a person who got married yesterday afternoon? So he got married on the 16th of Tammuz, but so does that night. Are they allowed to have a normal wedding? Are they allowed to have music and dancing? So it's an interesting thing. Even though the post can hold one's not meant to get married on the night of Shavasa Tammuz after Shkir, the restrictions already start from the night before, the last night. But if a person already got married before that, they'll have a dinner of a chasm. And the dinner being a samayach, a chasm, a is a dinner and that would be the, din, the restrictions are abundant, which is why the post can pass good, that for Shiva Brachas, the person is allowed to have normal Shiva Brachas, even though it ran into the three weeks, and if the normal thing would be to have singing or to have dancing, that would be mutter as well. As a mitzvah to Masamech Asim Makada, that overrides, so to speak, the Gzaira, it's not even Gzaira, the Rabban, but let's say the Gzaira of the Minag, not to have Simchas in the three weeks. That applies to if a person hasn't got married yet, so now he's not a chasen, so, no, so then Chazal will say, don't get married. But if he's already married and he has a dinner of a chasen, then Allah is when to be misameh chasen wakada, even in a period when we're not meant to be doing things of simcha. Now, the next question is, what about other lifestyle events which also are a simcha? Is a person allowed to celebrate them? So those things which the Torahs cover the time for, then there's no question. If the Torah says the priest is on the eighth day, the priest is going to be on the eighth day, Regardless if it's, if it's on the three weeks or the nine days or Tisha B'Av itself. So that's not going to change. If a Torah says Pidin Abed is on 30 days after the baby is born, the Torah has given us a time, that's not going to change either. And what makes a difference is not just doing the mitzvah, but if the way we do the mitzvah is to celebrate, then one's allowed to celebrate in the three weeks as normal. So if a person would make a Thursh Kasuda for 100 people normally for a bris, and the bris would fall after Yudzayim Batamuz, the person would be able to have a like normal. Same thing when it comes to Pidgin Aben. If there would be a certain Suda a person would want to have normally for Pidgin Aben, there's no restriction in a few weeks, a person can have a normal Suda. And even go so far as if a normal thing would be to play music in such a Suda, that would be Mutatu. Except, what Rabbi Yashif said is that most times today people don't bring musical accompaniment to Brisbane. So to do a Dafka in the three weeks, then there's no reason for that. But if a, if a normal would be people will sing, some people can sing. If it would be a normal thing, for people to celebrate in a different way, that would be Mutatif. It's a simcha, which is a simcha of a mitzvah. And that's why when we're allowed to do things of simcha, even after the Yazayim Batamas. Now, when it comes to simchas, when a person can choose the date, it's not something which the Torah chooses the date, such as the bris of Pidim Aben, it's something a person chooses the date, such as when to schedule an engagement, an erisin, or could be even a siyam asechta, something like that. So then what's the din of making a, a simcha in the three weeks? So again, we're talking before Rosh when there's an extra din of Avedis, but when we're talking about a simcha like that in the three weeks, once again, it's brought that it's mutter, just without the music and the dancing. 
So to have a Siddhas Mitzvah for an engagement or to have a Siddha for a Siyam is Mitzvah, uh, as many people as the person would normally have. But over here, to have music and uh, dancing is that falls in the regular Xeri de Waz against doing things which are going to cause Simcha in the three weeks. Kanirei Chazal didn't understand that in these cases it wasn't part of the Simcha which would be material as well. And the question always is regarding a Bar Mitzvah. Uh, it's some interesting question exactly what then we give a Surah's Bar Mitzvah. In what ways is that a Surah's Mitzvah? Is it not a Surah's Mitzvah? Uh, and the one of the Nafkaminas is going to be if a person has a Bar Mitzvah within the three weeks, in what way are they allowed to celebrate? So we say the same thing. To make a Surah would be Mutzah. But the music and dancing, here we're going to be Machin. Because once we don't have a din, there's a Mitzvah to Misamech of a Mitzvah, he's not a Chosin. So then we don't have a din to be Matir. Uh, singing and dancing like we normally would do when the occasion is a message in Samaritan. Like that's a din of that's a din of making like we said a Surah Mitzvah or celebrating a, a Simcha. When we talk about the issue of music, which we said right, I said what's normal. What's normal person can do. Now the sorry. Yeah, this is what what gets a mitzvah. So you know, what's what's the hetzes for for that? So uh, there I saw that the person can bring down that even if a person can have a soda during the three weeks, he can't have a music. A bris is for sure a soda mitzvah. So it's a shayla. What's the, what's the mitzvah we doing? So there's a maril that always quotes. The maril says the fact that you celebrate the fact that a person's chayv in mitzvahs is a surah's mitzvah, but that's a, that's a chiddush. It's not like we did a mitzvah right now that someone, that that's the reason for the celebration. Either way around, Rabbi Yashif said, if it's normal to sing, people can sing. And now what about music by itself? So here we said before that really the isra is on mechoyles and rikudim, which is dancing, and therefore music which is, has a beat or is going to misameach people, bring to dancing is also. Would it make it that what about music which is like like uh, more of a slow or maybe soulful music which doesn't necessarily make a person dance? Would that be Muslim to listen to? So this is uh, Shlomo Zaman writes about this and he says even the Meikar Adin, one can't say that's what Chazal had in mind. That's not Mechayis for Yekudim. But once it's become accepted not to listen to any instrument music, so then we're going to be Machmir there also, even though it doesn't necessarily fit the gather of music which is going to cause a person to dance. So that's, uh, and similarly in that category, Rav Shlomo Zaman writes that Chazanus is also also, even though they're also, most people don't dance from Chazanus. It's not the kind of beat that you're going to dance to. But nevertheless, once it's a kind of music, it falls into that general din of Dachroni, not to listen to music. What they always talk about is what about people singing as opposed to instrument music. So for sure, for people to sing themselves is not. For people to sing themselves is not, they won't ask a person to sing. Even though, I have to point out, I found a very interesting notion of Truma Sedeshen, that the Truma Sedeshen is brought down the Lekid Yosha, which is the Menorah of the Truma Sedeshen, that for the, th- the, the three Shabbos, which fall in the three weeks, he didn't use to sing Zmiris on Shabbos. Now, that's a tremendous Chiddush, for a number of counts. Firstly, our general Anhagi is none of these didn't apply on Shabbos, and a person would be allowed to celebrate on Shabbos like normal. Secondly, to say that a person singing themselves would be included in the Isser is also a big Chiddush, we'd have people to sing. So the, the, the Chumr, the Truman Sedeshin, that he wouldn't sing Zmiris and Shabbos is a, a very, very big Chumr. We don't find it's brought down in any of the Koyskim. And we say people are allowed to sing. People are allowed to, for sure on Shabbos and even during the week to sing the Pei Now, when they asked, what about having professional choirs 
or things like that. So then again, if it's going to be something which causes simcha, then it's a question if that would be included in what Chazal, it was against the spirit of what Chazal wanted, that it shouldn't be a, a time when people do things as a simcha. But if it's going to be in the category of, let's say, Malka or some other when people to sing, without, uh, even the number of people singing, we don't find without musical accompaniment, that's something which is not uh, What's called music? So there's always a question about what about machine-generated music? Is it African instrument music? Or if you have a machine which is generating the music, that also be Osler? Or that's the case, the ringtone of your cell phone. You have to change it before the three weeks, so it shouldn't be playing music. So here we go back to the gather of Chazal. It's something which a person enjoys. So when people ask, and I do every year about, do I have to change my ringtone for the three weeks? The answer I always give them is it depends. If it's a kind of tune that you're not going to answer the phone because you'd rather hear the tune, then you should change it in the three weeks. There's a kind of a note that as soon as it rings, you just switch it off or answer it. So you're not enjoying the music, so then it would be mostly to keep it the way it is. Okay, so that's what, is what applies to music as a something which causes symptom. This, we said, this is only the acronym who bring this Esther. And that's why when a person needs music, for whatever reason, you're going to be Matthew. Three reasons, three examples brought in the later post scheme of cases where there were matter music. The first one is the person with their parnasa. It's their parnasa to play music, so obviously they wouldn't be playing for Jews because you wouldn't be able to hire them. But let's say he's employed as a, as a musician working for some non-Jewish philharmonic orchestra. And they have, a, they have performances in the three weeks. Is the person meant to lose his parnasa not to play music in the three weeks? Are there, there it's brought that if it's the Sarah Parnasa, if it's Mota, the person not doing it to Musameh himself, so that would be one hetter. The second hetter is in the case of a person who's depressed, and the music isn't necessarily going to bring him to dancing, but it's going to help him recover from depression or whatever other negative situation he's in. There will be another case the person can say that it's the music which is therapeutic, is also that. And uh, the last case, which is uh, brought down, and that is if a person's taking music lessons, is he allowed to practice in, in the three weeks? So on that, Yashif said, I think Rosh Hashanah said the same thing. It depends how advanced they are. Now, if practicing music means just trying to get the chords right and uh, not to playing something which people will enjoy listening to, that's mutter. It's, uh, it's not an issa to hold the instrument. Whereas if it's already music which is of the quality people would enjoy listening to, then the chayrat's awesome. Okay, that's the denim of it's not going to music in the three weeks. The third category we said applies to three weeks because it's a sign of simcha, is not to buy new things, not to say shechianu. Now, there's another reason not to say shechianu, besides for the fact that it's a sign of acquiring something new, it's a sign of a simcha, and that is because it's like the Arizal writes, we say, Pigianu Razman Nazir. We say, Hashem brought us to this time. And when it's a time which we don't necessarily want to be brought to, we weren't looking forward to another time of Korban, another period of the three weeks, which we've now found ourselves in again. So then we shouldn't say the bracha of Sheikh Yanu, the, the again as man as there. We didn't want to necessarily come to this time of year. But that's the one reason. And the second point, like I said, we said before, it's the simcha. And uh, we don't want to do things which aren't necessary to increase simcha at a time when we're not meant to try and increase simcha. Therefore, therefore when it comes to Sheikh Yanu and a mitzvah, of course we're going to say it. Because once, it wasn't that we chose that this is the, the occasion for us to do something which is in Samayachas, it's a mitzvah. So both the mitzvah of Prismela and the mitzvah of Pidyon Ben, for example, have a Shekhyanu, and that's for sure that's mitzvah. For sure that's mitzvah, because both of those things are mitzvahs which the Shekhyanu is going on the mitzvah, and the mitzvah is dictated by Hashem when that's going to be. 
and that's what says Shechian. When it comes to new fruits or new clothing, that's why it's brought the person should rather not buy new fruits or clothing or furniture or whatever else is going to need a Shechianu in the three weeks. And here we have a difference between the two reasons. If the reason is because we don't mean to say the words as man as that, so what about if a person is buying something which the whole family is going to enjoy? And so if a person is buying something for themselves, a new suit or a new item of clothing is only they're going to appreciate it, the If a person is buying a new set of couches, which is something everybody will enjoy, the right Rachat says, Ataiva Metiv. doesn't talk about Smanazeh. So the only problem would be that Rizal's problem was not meant to say that Hashem, we thank Hashem for bringing us to this time, that wouldn't apply to Ataiva Metiv. But if the problem is because that you're not meant to do things which are going to give unnecessary enjoyment, so then buying that new, uh, that new piece of furniture, or whatever it is, which is going to give a person enjoyment, preferably should wait till after the three weeks. If it's not available after three weeks, then we go back to what we said before. In the case where it's a hefset, he's going to suffer a loss if he doesn't get it now. So it's says motive for him to get it now. Similarly, if it's a new fruit, so we say we should wait till after three weeks. If he can't do that because it's a fruit which has a very short shelf life or a very short season, and if he doesn't get it now, he won't be able to get it later. And once again, in the case like that, we'll say it's mutter for him to enjoy it in the three weeks. Obviously, better to have, better have it on Shabbos than during the week. The halacha is that if a person meets a friend that they haven't been in contact with or seen for over 30 days, they can, they can say Shekhyanu. And if you happen to meet someone like that in the three weeks, then again, it wasn't something necessarily the person planned to do. Uh, obviously, to plan a meeting like that in the three weeks is better not to do. But if it happened that a person happens to meet a friend he hasn't seen for a long time, so then he could say that Shekhyanu too. Now, we don't always, as an aside, we don't always say that bracha. There are certain conditions that when we can say the bracha of Shekhyan and meeting someone you haven't seen for a long time, but when we have all those conditions fulfilled, the three weeks wouldn't be a problem. And the last thing, if a person has a baby. Lailach is brought in the Shekhyan, if a person has a boy, he's got to have a mate, if a person has a girl, he can say Shekhyan. So, of course, the baby's born in the three weeks, so then it's a bracha which Minashemayim, they brought to his hands now, and then he's for sure meant to say the bracha as well. And the last restriction we spoke about, which applies to, according to the Ramah, from the whole three weeks, is the Isra taking a haircut, which is also considered a sign of Simcha. And where does this apply? What's considered part of taking a haircut? So firstly, it doesn't just apply to one's hair, it applies to anywhere, any, any hair, anywhere in the body, so to trim one's beard, or, we've had the challenges today, so I'm decided I want to trim the eyebrows. That's also considered taking a haircut. Loved off for the, head, the hair of the head, anywhere where a person would want to take care of their body would fall into the same category. But if it's something which is not just a, is doing as a simcha, it's something which is interfering with what he needs to do normally, so then it's more like being maser, a magic, taking away an impediment than doing something he enjoys. And the Shulchanarach brings that in the case of a person whose moustache grows and it's interfering with his eating, he's allowed to trim it even in the nine days. Because that's not a sign of simcha, that's a sign of necessity. And uh, in this particular case we had today, same thing, the person's eyebrows were getting into their eyes and it was interfering with them being able to see. I don't know whether he worked up to that today, but if that's the case, uh, then it's true. That's not doing as a simple, it's doing it to take away something which is a problem. And in a case like that, we mutter as well. Same thing in those cases where we're talking about a male, and uh, the male needs also to trim his moustache to do the breast product, to do the metitza. Once it's an impediment, for sure that's mutter to do. Or the last case is if it's a sarech mitzvah. So, the Gemara talks about this when there was the cases of a person needed to be table, such as a material or whatever it was, as a shave all the hair first. Or even today, if a person needs to table and the cases where the hair would be a chatit and they need to take that, whatever the case would be, 
then again, the mitzvah would be the, the minag not to take haircuts, not to take haircuts in the three weeks. Uh, that's the dinner of the, the simcha, and these dinner are planted to children also. In other words, we're going to come to the restrictions of avedus. Then we say it depends on the age of the child and the stage of the child if you have to make them go through the restrictions of avedus, which are the restrictions of the nine days. When we're talking about not doing simcha things, so that applies to children too. There's nothing's going to happen to them if they don't have extra simcha for the three weeks. So we shouldn't buy new things for children either. We shouldn't give haircuts to children either. The same restrictions which apply to adults apply to children too. Okay. That's the first part of the halacha, the halacha which applies to the th- from the beginning of the three weeks. But we only spoke about the restrictions. In other words, what's brought in the halacha a person is not meant to do during the three weeks. Let's talk a little bit about what a person is meant to do during the three weeks. This is brought in the Mishnah Burra, Bats Miskot and Mariza. And Mishnah uh, Hanarach says this as well, in he says it right at the beginning. And that is that for sure, being as the three weeks don't just mark a starting point of Shivas of the Tammuz and an end point of Tishabav, rather it's the whole time in between, which is defined by the concept of Khurban, which is getting more and more, so to speak, real and more and more felt until we get to Tishabav. So there should be that awareness of Khurban or that awareness of the, the feeling of Avedus throughout the three weeks. And that's why there's a sport that a person should spend time uh, during the three weeks thinking about the Khurban, they should spend time uh, feeling the lack of what we have, without, of what we lost when we lost Yerushalayim, because that's a process which, is, which isn't, like I said, isn't just for Tishrach itself. Really, to enable, to, I won't say the word appreciate, but let's say to experience Tishrach properly, it needs the Achana of three weeks beforehand to, to bring one to the mindset and the, the sense of lust of what we feel on Tishrach that we realize we were without the Besam Mikdash. Uh, the morale says that we have 22 days inclusive from from Shivas of Atamus until Tishabav. He said it's connected to the Shvira of all the Isis of the Aleph Base. We know that in, in Shivas of Atamus, the first tragedy in history which happened in Shivas of Atamus was the breaking of the Luchas, and the Isis, the letters of the Luchas went back up, got lost, and that, that was a destruction of which began with the Aleph. Uh, he says, on Shavuot it's a 20-day process which ends with the top of Tishabah, which is uh, the full destruction. So yes, a person should be thinking about or should be aware of uh, the fact that we're in a period of Chorban, we're in a period of Avedis, and that's why even other activities, if they aren't prescribed as being necessarily things which are brought down in the voice scheme is causing Simcha, but things which are going to, we know are going to cause Simcha, and are going to distract the person from Avedis, it's not the right time to do that. And that's why we always ask, is it the right time to go on vacation, or is it the right time to do other activities? You know, it's the summer, and the kids are out from school. Is it the right time to look for other enjoyable activities to do? So here we have a difference. For, for children, we can't be more macro than the halacha. So we can't ask them doing things until Rishkadish Av, which the halacha doesn't, doesn't talk about. But for sure, for an adult who wants to appreciate the, the kayak of the time and utilize it properly, now is not the time to distract ourselves from the concept of Avelus, from the concept of feeling the loss of the Pesa Mikdash, and look for other things which are going to take up our, our, our energy or our interest or our concentration. That's the one point, to, to think about the Khurban. The, the, the other point, and then we'll finish with this, there's a difference between Shiva Sabatamus and Tishabah. The Gemara tells us five things which happened to Shiva Sabatamus, and five things happened to Tishabah. And it wasn't just a random five in each category. 
There's a very big difference between the five things which happened in Shavasa Batamus and the ones which happened to Shabbat. And the five things which happened to Shavasa Batamus were all in the category of the beginning of a problem. Something began to go wrong. So, uh, if you're going to talk about that uh, the destruction of Shalayim began when they broke through the walls, that began in Shavasa Batamus. If you're going to talk about the Kaisrols falling from the level that they were in Matantara, that began by the Shavir Salochas. It was the beginning of a problem. The finality of Tishabah, that was the end. That was either when Hashem decided after Chaitz Meraglim that everyone's going to die in the Midbar, or the Beis Amish got destroyed, or what began with the Shreif of Satera on Shavasa was ended with the destruction of Beitar, which was the city of Lendi Torah on Tishabah, was finality. And there's a certain point here also, because in Shavasa we still say Shlichas. When one can recognize that a problem is beginning, that something is beginning to go wrong, there's still a room to do tshuva, to say slichos, and we can correct something. On Tishabah, there's no slichos. It's too late. On Tishabah, the destruction's final. And then all we can do is say We're going to be more than what we lost, but now is not the time to try and reverse something. And that's the other point that Rambam says, that the difference between Shavas and Tamuz is still a tiniest which we can look to trying to improve. We can see things are beginning to go wrong, and that should be the wake-up call. And we can still do tshuva, and we can still change things before they get to a Tishabah, which is until they get to the stage where the, the destruction is complete. And that's the second point, which Rambam brings. Besides for being this Abel on the Khurban, it's also the Rambam writes in the Chostainis, a chance of a time for us to think about what we can change so we don't begin a similar spiral, a similar system which begins with a Shiva Sabbatamas and Chas shouldn't end with a Tishabah. So that's what's going to get to the first part of the day, the day is just the period which is defined as Bain Abitarim. Thank you, Hashem. The other halachas which apply from Rosh Chodesh, we'll talk about before Rosh Chodesh.